You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome to Healthy AF. You just have Corey again today. Dave has become too popular. He hardly has time for me anymore, so I'm riding solo here again. But that's okay. Hopefully, he'll be back be back soon with us and we'll get back to our normal banter. I want to dive into what I believe will be a multi-part series on set and rep scheme and also the breakdown of the different qualities uh, that you can train for specifically in the weight room when it comes to uh, lifting weights. Um, So let me start by just kind of giving you a broad overview of what I mean and then how I plan to go into it and then um, I hope to hit on one of the attributes today and then maybe next week Dave and I can continue the discussion. So when we're lifting weights there's really four things that we can train for. We can train for power, strength, hypertrophy, and muscular endurance. And just a brief overview of these. um, Strength is is typically um, known by how much force you can exert in a single effort whereas power tends to um, involve strength but have more of a velocity component to it and then you've got this concept of hypertrophy which is just kind of a fancy word for muscle growth you've probably heard of the term atrophy before like or if you've ever uh, taken your arm out of a cast or seen a friend or family member take their arm out of a cast you've seen that their uh, limb is usually very shriveled very atrophy. Well, that's the opposite of hypertrophy. So muscle growth, um, which I should say, you know, and, and I will differentiate this more, but muscle growth is different than strictly gaining strength. Now there's obviously crossover, but again, we'll do a deeper dive as we move on. And the last thing you can train for when it comes to weightlifting is this idea of muscular endurance. And so today I really wanted to jump into, um, the breakdown of how we should think about set and rep schemes and why we should think about that. And I wanted to, um, again, give an overview of all of these, but then dive more thoroughly into strength. So with all of these, we have a certain amount of sets that we should assign and a certain amount of reps. But when I talk about these, these are general concepts. Um, they're not necessarily, I will, I will talk at like, uh, about them like they are set in stone, but the truth is you can never just be training for one attribute at once. For example, muscular endurance typically has higher rep ranges of 15 to 30 reps. So if you've always been doing your workouts at, uh, let's say sets of 20, you're training primarily for muscular endurance. However, that doesn't mean that you won't get hypertrophy adaptation, strength adaptation, or power adaptation. It just means that the emphasis is placed on this one category of muscular endurance. So hopefully, um, as I parse these out and break them down, you don't see each thing in a silo because they're not. They all interact and play together. But hopefully you begin to understand um, that by tweaking the set and rep scheme, you're placing more emphasis on one category and that will help move you towards your goal. So I wanna do a deeper dive into this idea of strength because I think it's usually misunderstood. 
And as I said just a moment ago, strength is, is traditionally classified as your one repetition maximum. So it's your ability to take as much weight as you can and lift it one time. So probably the best example or the easiest example for people to relate to is uh, you've got a bar on your back, it's the heaviest load you can do, you squat down, you squat up. That is your one repetition maximum for squat. And it's a good indicator for lower body strength. So when we think about how many reps we should do, most people typically default to what they've always done. So that might look like 10 reps or three sets of 10. That's probably the most common thing out there. Oh yeah, just do three sets of 10. The truth is if you're trying to develop strength, you actually want a lower rep range. So for your rep range, you want to focus on reps closer to about one to six. Now, I will caveat that by saying that if you're a, a noob or a new lifter, that you have to first build a base of endurance and muscular size to get more benefit from strength. But for those who have some experience in the weight room, who you have some uh, muscle development, then I want you to think about rewiring your brain to most likely a lower um, rep scheme when it comes to strength. Okay, so reps should be one to six. Why? Because when we are doing strength training, we want to use loads that are 70, 75, 80, 85% and, and up of our one repetition maximum. Now, I've trained for almost 10 years. A lot of people, most people have no idea what, what intensity they're working at. They typically think, uh, that they are working at an eight or nine out of 10, when in reality, they're probably actually training at a five or six. Let me give you a good rule of thumb. If you are training at, let's say, 85% of your one rep max, so if your maximum on a squat is 100 pounds, theoretically, based on kind of research and numbers and data that we've seen in the industry, Theoretically, you should be able to squat 85 pounds or 85% of your one rep maximum about five or six times. Now, again, that's a rough estimate. You know, you could you could find things to support, uh, you know, some variation there. But as a general rule of thumb, five or six reps. Now, most people, when they get that high of uh, a percentage, 85% in relationship, um, so 85 pounds in relationship to their 100 pound maximum, they feel like they can only do two or three. So again, that's another topic for another day, sort of building awareness around kind of what are your restrictions, understanding your body, being able to push through resistance, knowing um, when you really are maxed out versus when you, um, you know, when you have more in the tank. So most of the time when you're doing uh, strength exercises, if you're doing some type of sub-maximal effort, you should have, I would say, only one to two reps left in the tank. Meaning, if you were to go down into that squat again for one to two more reps, you would not be able to get back up. Like you are really, really pushing it. And so the reps, as, as, as 
what I think is probably common sense at this point, the reps have to be lower because the load is so heavy. And, and likewise, we need to adjust the set scheme. So when we think about sets, it's the total amount of um, actual working sets that, that you're doing. Reps are the actual down and up of the squat. So each one that you do would be a rep, one, two, three, four. Sets would be like the blocks of reps that you're doing. So I could do three sets of five squats. So it, when it comes to sets, we actually probably want to have more sets than what is traditional wisdom. Again, most people would think, okay, three sets. Well, when it comes to strength, you're probably looking at maybe four to six, maybe even upwards of eight sets. Because with strength, what we want is heavier load, more sets, because we still want to get stimulus. We still want to get an overall volume of reps. We just don't want to get them all at once because we need rest time in between because the, the load is so heavy. And uh, we need to make sure, specifically with strength sets, I, I'm almost always telling athletes and, and adults that I train, you need to rest longer in between strength sets. Research shows that rest for strength could be anywhere from uh, one and a half minutes all the way up to three, four, maybe even five minutes because there's actually a lot of neurological fatigue that takes place when you're exerting so much effort to move a very heavy load. Now, pro tip, in between strength sets, I like to encourage people to use fillers in their program. So rather than just kind of stand around and spend two or three minutes like staring at your phone, spend time doing some like light mobility work in between your strength sets or some light core work. That way you feel like you're still productive you're still getting a lot done, you're working on your weaknesses, but you're kind of getting this active rest where your nervous system can recover a little bit, and then you can come back into your next set, exert a lot of energy, knowing that you have to move a very, very heavy load. So strength is, is so important. A lot of people shy away from this um, because they think that uh, typically that they might get injured or that it's just very uncomfortable. And to be quite frank, like strength work is just it's tough psychologically to move a heavy bar of weight or heavy dumbbells. It, it, it takes a lot. You kind of have to get your mind right. But with that said, it's such an important quality to develop, not only for athletes, I think, which is obvious because of its translation to sport, but also for just general population because strength work is associated with better longevity, better bone density, better um, blood pressure. There's so many things. Plus, not to mention being able to move, not only weight in the weight room, but being able to move things in daily life, help your friends move, uh, move a couch, move a table, pick up boxes, go on a trip, move things around, carry your luggage, carry uh, groceries, all those things you don't realize how important your independence is until it's gone. And that's why strength work is so important. But as I was saying, there's sort of this, this fear a lot of times of one, it's hard, so I don't want to do it. Or there's this risk of injury. I always push back on that. I think if you do heavy strength work, you actually make yourself more 
resilient. And Dave and I have talked about that at length in previous episodes where we talk about not having a fragile mindset, but going into your weightlifting sessions knowing that your body is actually resilient and the more you push it, the more it will continue to adapt. Now, of course, you could misconstrue this and say, well, what if you're doing stupid stuff? Well, obviously, you need to be doing things with safe form. But I want to reiterate, you're resilient and strength work is so beneficial. We incorporate it with all of our clients here, no exception. It is something that is a foundation for developing not only an injury-free uh, program or striving towards one, but also developing long-term long performance and health goals. So next week, I really hope to dive more extensively into power and help differentiate the, uh, the, the main differences between power and strength because those two often get mixed up. And then how to incorporate uh, in following episodes, hopefully how to incorporate hypertrophy or muscle building as sort of a base or foundation of your program. And then also what is the role of muscular endurance? So not all these are necessarily in order of the qualities that you should be developing if you're new, but hopefully you can take this as a global plan and begin to implement some of these things and add these attributes into your program. So until next time, stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.